Hello, exam seekers. I'm Patty, and today I bring some new content for you. Today, the topic is the importance of giving instructions for a task-based activity. In 2011, I went to Canada to study for the TKT, Teaching Knowledge Test. It was a great experience, not only learning what I needed for the TKT, but also visiting a new country and enjoying the time in Canada. If you ever have the time and the money, visit Canada. It is really worthwhile. Well, as I mentioned in the post I narrate why I decided to start this blog, I didn't know I was taking the TKT prep course back then. I thought that I was only taking a general course for English teachers. Actually, I didn't know there was a test to assess the teacher's knowledge about teaching. I had no idea of what the TKT was and not even what it meant. Well, even though I didn't know anything about the course I was taking, the program description was The objectives of this course are to teach students the fundamentals of TESOL and to prepare students for the Cambridge Teaching Knowledge Test. Students who take this course will be more confident in presenting and giving instructions and will be given the opportunity to lead ESL activities and observe an ESL class. This means that one of the things I would learn would be how to give instructions since we would be doing that for the rest of the course. Later, when I was working at one specific English school back here, uh, they asked us teachers to prepare workshops for each other. I decided to use my previous knowledge on how to give instructions in my workshop. So here's somewhat what I prepared for my peers back then. Okay, so first of all, when should we give instructions? We give instructions at all times. If we want people to do something specific for us, or if someone asks how to do things, or how to assemble things, we read instructions. So, We should give instructions before and for a task, in our case, before a task-based activity so that it can go well and smoothly. There are two ways of giving instructions. Uh, I will put the recording here, so be ready to listen to sample number one. Now, before I begin the lesson, will those of you who are playing in the match this afternoon, move your clothes down onto the lower peg immediately after lunch. Before you write your letter home, if you're not getting your hair cut, unless you've got a younger brother who's going out this weekend as the guest of another boy, in which case collect his note before lunch, put it in your letter after you've had your hair cut, and make sure he moves your clothes down onto the lower peg for you. Now, sir. Yes, Wyman? My younger brother's going out with Dibble this weekend, sir. But I'm not having my hair cut today, sir, so do I move my clothes you down? You should listen, Wyman. It's perfectly simple. If you're not getting your hair cut, you don't have to move your brother's clothes down to the lower peg. You simply collect his note before lunch, after you've done your scripture prep, when you've written your letter home before rest, move your own clothes onto the lower peg, greet the visitors, and report to Mr. Viney that you've had your tick signed. 
Well, there is another way of giving instructions. Listen to sample number two. Okay, everyone. Um, so what do we do now? Um, right. We're going to have a go at an exercise now that I think you are going to love. Um, you might find it a bit tricky, uh, but just keep at it. Don't stress about it. It's going to be fine. Um, so have a look at this piece of paper. There you go. Um, okay, so you're going to need a partner. You can work with someone on your table or um, someone else. Um, or if you prefer, you can work by yourself. That's fine. Um, so... Um, no, no, hang on, don't start yet. Uh, I don't think you know what you're doing yet. Um, just listen for a sec and it'll all make sense, okay? Um, okay, where was I? Um, yeah. So, yeah, you need to work with a partner um, or on your own or whatever. You need to uh, have a look at these pictures. Uh, choose the one that takes your fancy. Um, and then what I want you to do is, is write a few sentences about the pictures. Um, you know, as many as you like. Um, and then have a look at each other's sentences and see what you think about them. Um, after that, if we've got time, um, I'm not sure if we are going to have time because we spent quite a, a while on that last exercise, but if we do, if we do have time, uh, we're going to stick them up on the wall and then we're going to go around and have a look at each other's sentences. Okay, so, um, yeah. So, does everybody understand what to do? Yeah, okay. All right, off you go then. As you've listened, these two are not the best ones, right? Now... There is a second way of doing things. Listen to sample number three. Okay, you need to be in pairs. So, Kazu and Nikele, if you're a pair. Maria and Chen, if you're a pair. And Aranko and Yohi. Okay, A, B. A, B, A, B. Okay, it's supper time. And you and your partner, you're at home and you're very, very hungry. Okay. A's, can you put up your hand if you're an A? Good. You can see what's in the fridge. Okay. Keep your paper very, very secret. Don't show your partner. Can you see what's in the fridge? What can you see that's in the fridge? Um, okay, good. And B's, you can see what's in the cupboard. Okay, again, keep it very secret. Don't show your partner. Okay, to the left of your paper, there are some possible recipes. Maria, what, what recipes can you see? What possible meals? Um, I have spaghetti with tomato and meat sauce and uh, two fried eggs and chips. Good. Speaking with your partner... You have to decide on what you're going to eat for supper. Okay? Can you show your piece of paper to your partner? No? no? Keep it very secret. How will you know what's in the fridge or in the cupboard? What can you do? You have to speak to your partner. Off you go. Can you perceive any difference? What is your opinion about them? If you were receiving instructions from different people, which would you prefer? Well, the first ones are what we call poor instructions giving. You can see that one is too fast, the other is confusing, both are messy, badly explained, unclear. 
The second one is a woman giving instructions properly. You can see that she shows a moderate pace. It is organized, well explained, clear. Why is it important to give clear instructions? Well, students will understand it the first time. It avoids misunderstandings. You don't need to repeat yourself. You don't need to repeat it individually. You won't waste time. Activities will flow. Students will do exactly what you asked. Remember that it also applies to our lives. If you are giving instructions to other people instead of your students, you also have to do them clearly to avoid the problems mentioned previously. How to give instructions for a task-based activity? So, how can we do it properly? There are a few simple steps. One, give clear and simple instructions. Use simple words and phrases in the present simple, imperative, or be going to, depending on your intention. Good examples of simple and clear instructions are I want you to sit and open your books to page 18. Or you are going to sit down and open your books to page 18. Another way is being direct. Sit down. Open your books to page 18. Two, break too long instructions. Sometimes you have lots of instructions to give, so break them into parts. Instead of saying, you are going to sit down, open your books to page 18, and do activity 6, you're going to put the name of an activity you like and draw it on the side. Say like that, this. I want you to sit down and open your books to page 18. Wait your students to sit and do what you asked. Look at activity 6. Draw the name of the activity you like most and draw it on the side. Can you see the difference? 3. Demonstrate. Use words like, for example, if you feel that instructions are too complicated, simply invite a volunteer to model the activity to the class. 4. Ask instructions checking questions, ICQs. It is not good to use do you have any questions at all times. Sometimes the students lie and don't tell you what they didn't understand or if they didn't understand anything. Not because they are bad students, no, uh, but because they might feel embarrassed to be in the spotlight, you know? So try using ICQs, for example. Are you going to first draw or write your name? Five, ask, do you have any questions? <laughs> but sometimes using this question is not wrong specifically if you try the ICQs first. 6. Hand out papers or say turn to page. One very important step, especially with kids, is handing out things. Just hand your material to your students once you explained it. 
Otherwise, they will forget that you exist and start doing the activities before you ask them to do so. Later, they will have lots of questions related to the thing you have just explained, but they were not paying attention. 7. Say, please start. Last but not least, be polite. Whenever you want them to do things, say please. People will enjoy it, and they tend to do it fast and happily. Tips to give good instructions. How can we give good instructions after all? Well, always get your students' attention. Start with the main verbs imperatives. It keeps sentences clear, short, and simple. Speak loud and clear. Grade your language. Show, don't give. Use visuals, use, use realia. Check understanding, either or questions. Give examples. Use keywords. Give logical aspects and use gestures. By following these steps, I'm sure your classes will be much better. If you have some tips to share with the others, well, leave a comment in the blog at examseekers.wordpress.com. That's it for today. Please share this episode with the others and follow the blog on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening to me and see you next time. Bye-bye.